when I was a little boy, my parents took me on a trip. Uh, I don't remember where we went, but I remember staying in an unfamiliar place. And we were staying at a friend's house and my parents put me to bed and they went into another room to talk with their friends. And when they ref left the room, it was dark. My mind started playing tricks on me. Uh, there was a shadow on the window and I was convinced that someone else was there in the room. I remember my heart was pounding. I was filled with fear. I didn't know if I should call out to my parents or lay still in bed and hope that this stranger doesn't notice me. The pressure finally got to me, and when I couldn't take it anymore, I yelled for help. With my parents back in the room and the lights on, the fear instantly vanished. The light had exposed the darkness, and of course, there was no one else in the room. It was just my imagination. For many of us, uh, our fears are real though. They are not a part of our imagination. And to us, David speaks in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom should I dread? He explains to us that the Lord shatters the darkness. He is our salvation. There is nothing left to fear when the Lord is our stronghold. So. What is the fear or the burden that is haunting you? Do you have the courage to face that today? Uh, remember, you're not alone. So take a moment right now to search your heart and to name your fears. Is there a person or a circumstance causing you to fear? Is it a decision that you have to make? Is it a, your broken past or the uncertainty of your future? What is it for you in this moment? For David, it was an individual or a group of people and he was feeling pressure. But at the same time as he was feeling that pressure, he was also drawing his strength and his courage from the Lord. In verse three, he writes, even though an army deploys against me, and think about that whole army, a group of soldiers, warriors, warring against us. He says, even though an army deploys against me, my heart will not be afraid. Though a war breaks out against me, I will still be confident. Uh, David was committed to seeking the Lord. His desire in verses 4 and 5 is to dwell in the house of the Lord and to find shelter in Him. And David was committed to worship. In verse 6, in the second portion of verse 6, he says, I will offer sacrifices in His tent with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. So think about worship for a moment, and I'm not just talking about singing. But how are you worshiping the Lord today? Think of your tasks and the responsibilities, your agendas, your sticky notes, however you remember things. Maybe you wrote something on the palm of your hand. All of those things, they give us an opportunity to worship. When we're confident that God is present and we have nothing to fear, our lives should be overflowing with worship. So, so far in Psalm 27, We've named our fears and we've oriented ourselves on worship. In verse 7, David writes, Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. Seek his face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me, God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me.
one of the most intimate, one of the most secure relationships in our lives is our relationship with our parents. Think about earlier in my life in that story when I was laying in bed thinking there was somebody in my room. I expected my parents to show up. But David states very boldly in this text that even if we lose the security of that relationship, we have the care and the security of the Lord. That's why he's committed to seeking the face of the Lord. He says in verse 8, Lord, I will seek you. I will seek you. How do you think your day and your week would be impacted if that was your prayer? If your prayer was, Lord, I will seek your face. Why don't you try praying that right now, uh, either out loud or in your heart? Uh, pray it right now. Lord, I will seek you. And while you're at it, go ahead and do it two or three times. Lord, I will seek you. Pray that prayer throughout your day. As we seek the face of the Lord, we will experience the goodness of God. And I love the way this psalm ends in verses 13 and 14. David writes, I am certain that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. Today, we've named our fears, oriented ourselves on worship, committed to seek the face and the presence of the Lord, and now we get to wait. Be encouraged and wait for God to show up and to shower you with his grace. Let's pray. O God, who by the glorious resurrection of your Son Jesus Christ destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light, grant that we who have been raised with him may abide in his presence and rejoice in the hope of eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be dominion and praise forever and ever. Amen. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Andrew Moroz, pastor of Teaching and Vision. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, email us at info at gospelcc.org.